Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode of the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. And guys, I've got a fire episode for you all today. Today's guest is an Emmy Award winning producer. He's the host of the TV series Success in Your City. How far down this list do I read, Brandon? You're a podcaster, yeah. a speaker, an inventor, an author. There you go. <laughs> Dude, it's an absolute treat to get to talk to you today, man. Welcome to the show, Brandon T. Adams. Thanks for having me, man. Really excited to share some stories and lessons that i've had along that long list <laughs> Man, that was uh that's like the, probably the most impressive resume i've i've read off for the show so thank you for thank you for joining us just super quick for for those people not familiar with with you just just who are you yeah i'm a entrepreneur uh advisor investor tv producer but i really started i grew up in a small town in iowa northeast mm-hmm. iowa um town of 700 people <laughs> and uh, I, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I mean, I grew up and my dad was an entrepreneur and he was in the ice business. Yeah. So we sold packaged ice for a living. And so that was my beginning. And I say like, as soon as I was a kid, like he was throwing me in the truck, I was doing work. And I really got <laughs> the bug, making money, selling, helping people. And so that was my beginning mm-hmm. of like being an entrepreneur and really like a small business kind of structure. Right. And then fast forward, once I got, it was, I always say when I was 20, 2021, I read the book, Thinking You're Rich by Napoleon Hill. That's a great book. And it completely book. transformed how I thought about life and scale and growth and everything. And so that really transformed how I thought. I realized you look at Andrew Carnegie, Henry Ford, Thomas Edison, all these people, they, what they had was a burning desire. They surrounded themselves with the right people and they went after it. And so for me, that was my model. And and so I went in, I, I became a crowdfunding expert, raised money for other people in TV production, produce TV shows, and eventually went on to invest in vice companies and healthcare companies. And that's, that was the fast version of my background and who I am. Man, that is, that is such a lot to cover. And there's, there's so many things I want to ask you because I've got my own uh, media company and I, uh, I, I, I get very, very close to the, the television industry. I've done a little bit of work in it. And uh, you just got so much experience. Um, but <laughs> I want to I kind of focus on entrepreneurship before I get into that because you started yeah. out at a super young age. Um, I was just up in, in, in Iowa a couple of months ago. It's beautiful countryside really? out there. Yeah, doing a uh, we did a job in Green, Iowa, for a client up there. Has a uh, wow. Has a, yeah, so we, we and it's a beautiful countryside, um, but I can just picture your town of seven hundred people. Um, you, yeah, like the start you must have had. And didn't you expand that ice business across several states? What What was it like growing up in that entrepreneur world? <laughs> Yeah, so I wanted to scale, and and so I, we were in a tri-state region, and so one thing I did early on in the ice business is I had opportunity to work in corporate and manage a big territory, and so that's what I did. I am um, ten over ten, 10 million in revenue kind of territory. And so I got to see what it was like to go at the highest level right? and 50 employees and all that. And so I ended up leaving that and, and then just focus on the ice business. But I started doing, I invented a product called Arctic stick 
yeah. because I wanted to sell outside of just frozen water. And so I started expanding ideas. And, and so that's what I did. Customer service was the biggest thing. One, great customer service. Two, make sure your product, your customer never runs out of ice. Because if you run out of ice, they run out of making money opportunities for that product. That's true. So tell me about the invention then. How did you come up with the idea for the Arctic stick? So we were, I was delivering ice one day mm -hmm. and I, most people, you get a warm beverage and maybe you don't have a cooler with you. I wanted a way, like I had a big ice truck and I could put ice cubes in the bottle, but I wanted a way to fit something in that could be reusable. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I came up with the concept and basically something that could be made out, made out of polypropylene, sell a six pack of it, sell it online. They could put their own water in, freeze it, and then cool the drink. Mm -hmm. And so that was three and a half year process, $100,000 investment, tra trademarks, patents, everything, eventually got it to market and never really made any money from it, but it led me to fundraising and helping other people raise money. That's what I was going to ask next. So, so what, what did you learn from, from that entrepreneurial endeavor? What was the big lesson <laughs> you took away from it? <laughs> the biggest lesson for any entrepreneur is when you're going after something, you stick with it. What you go after may not be the end all be all, but what you learn from that experience is what could make you the millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And so I learned pitching. I learned fundraising. I learned marketing. I learned all these things that helped me develop in a different area. And the thing I learned early on was my first crowdfunding I did was with my invention. Mm -hmm. Did a crowdfunding campaign, pursued it, realized how hard it was. And then I saw there was a need in the market to be the expert. And so that's what I started focusing on. But that is eventually what led me to video production because video production, the videos that we created is what raised the money. And so that was my aha. I'm going to build a media company. Mm -hmm. And then I down the road even further, I said, okay, I, I want to make a lot of money. And I didn't want to go do a million shoots. Right. So I started taking my knowledge in video production and building my brand in a way to take equity in other companies. And so I built up a portfolio of companies that I'm a partner in through using my video production skills and my, and my own abilities with my knowledge. Dude, I've, I've never met you before in my life. And, and this is exactly what my business is doing right now. Exactly, That's so cool. Exact, no, exactly <laughs> what it is. Um, like consulting for equity deals on media and building, that's my world brother building consulting out media and marketing teams and that that's unreal because i think did you come to me through podmatch like is that probably oh, no. i haven't shake you Shay have an assistant set it up i haven't yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know where where i how, how i got you on the on the show but that's exactly what my business is that's, that's so strange in that i i needed a media team for my real estate company and the more and more and more media i created the more media i ended up creating for other people and now i'm build their media departments for them it's uh it, wow. it, well we can relate because mm -hmm. i my first year in production my business it did like 300 and i don't know eighty thousand. and i'm thinking to myself like man i worked really hard mm -hmm. i helped a lot of people make money and i'm like even if I take this to the next level, I'm going to be working so hard and I have a five, maybe a $5 million business. There's no and way I to scale to my, it. Mm -mm. And so what I realized is I want to be very strategic and unique. And it helped that I, my business partner, Kevin Harrington, helped me understand this whole consulting for equity world. Mm -hmm. And so I went double down on that. Now I have a portfolio. I own equity in over 30 companies, public, private. I mean, companies that are doing half a million, a million a month, like 
big companies. Yeah. yeah. And I'm using my skills. We do TV shoots with influencers. We do events. We do all kinds of things that bring value to these companies. And so I, I just switched my model. I don't need hundreds of clients. Mm-hmm. I need two, three dozen clients and, and really focus on them and add massive value through what I know, video production, fundraising, and making connections. Yeah, I, it's so strange. how I just came to that conclusion naturally on, on the evolution of how my business had, had grown. Like, Good for you. Well, it's, it's not scalable. <laughs> you can't just keep running and doing shoots and shoots and shoots and shoots. And what serves the Training. client better? What serves the client better is solving their problem overall and helping them build that media team internally. Well, I don't yeah. know about you, but like for me too, I, I was more excited about my own TV shoots. And so that energy I love is my own shoe. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm a partner in the company, I'm going to be really excited because I'm a partner uh, in the company. Yeah. And so I didn't like the whole, you're going to hire me. I'm going to make money and go do a shoot. And that's it mm-hmm. for me. I wanted to be more deeply involved because I was a lot more passionate about it. And so once I realized that I'm like, okay, I'm making this switch just like you did. Well, I think we just became friends. So <laughs> we just became friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Let's let's look back for a second at a time when something didn't quite go right. Um, I don't want to go too dark, but what happened? Uh, when it, I'm game. What happened when it? What happened when it all get, all went wrong? Has there ever been a time when you've been an entrepreneur? Because a lot of us learn from that experience. So tell us about a time it didn't go right, Brandon. Well, since we're talking about media and video production, I'll tell you an example that came from there. Um, 2018, my wife and I traveled the country and filmed a TV series called Success in Your City. Um, went on to win some Emmys, created a great show. And the whole concept was what is, what is success? Like, and we're on this mission to find it out. And so we're traveling different cities, we're filming, we're creating this show. Well, most people in the production world know, like if you're going to go do a TV show or a film or whatever, some people shoot a pilot, they go get Netflix or distribution picked up, they get the funding, then they go in collaboration, create that. Right. For me, I said, I've always been the guy I'm going to create it. I'm just going to build it and create it along the way around how I want to do it. Well, I did that. And this was my third show Mm -hmm. and I went all in. And so we put a half a million dollars in the show (laughs) and we, I'm while running businesses, we're funding the show. I'm getting some sponsors on board, but we're putting our own money into it, doing, doing some shoots to use that revenue for the, the, the show. Mm -hmm. And we got two months in, and two, two and a half months in, and while I'm doing this, we're casting, we're producing, we're flying in our crew, we're doing it all, marketing. We have this, and I'm in the process of buying out a business partner. Mm-hmm. So I, I already going through that struggle. I almost lost everything, almost went bankrupt. And so we were sitting in a hotel room in literally like in Austin, Texas, and I had no money left. It was not good. And I was about to throw in the towel. I was only on my second episode. Damn. And it really was, you find out when you hit rock bottom, how powerful you really are. And I had a deal that went through that was from a consulting for equity deal six months prior. And I'm literally sitting here, negative thousands in the bank account. My bankers call me every day, no credit left. And to getting a deal that came through that made me more money in that deal than it made me in the whole previous year. Damn. And so all of a sudden, like I went from here to here and, and I kept rolling, kept rolling with the show. And that year we sold our house, we sold two businesses and we went all in on the show. And so that was a dark moment, but it ultimately like gave me so much power and confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't quit. And 
obviously we prevailed and it, it became a success for us, but most people would have threw in the towel. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. So just exactly how did the show go after that? Did, did, did it make you everything you wanted? Did it do what you wanted or was it, was it something? It honestly, I, it, it, was, it took over a year mm-hmm. after to really understand, but it actually turned out exactly how it should have. Um, it, it could have, I mean, any which way something could go better, but not beyond the show, it became something that completely transformed our way of looking at life and how we produce and how we tell stories and even like everything I do. And so this is my fiance now wife today. Mm-hmm. We did this show together and you can only imagine two significant others who are also co-hosts of the show I can producing. Imagine. And so that was, uh, that was an interesting process that brought us together. It, it almost broke us apart. Um, but it, in, when people come to me, and I'm sure you get this too, Samuel, people pitch me shows all the time. Mm-hmm. And I very rarely say yes, unless it's my own thing or I can be a part of it in some way. And they say, I- I'll do what it takes. And I tell them, whatever you think it's going to take, times it by 10, be willing to go all and give it everything you got. And that's what I did. I literally, I don't know many people that was as nuts as me. It actually was like so deep in level that I thought, am I fucked up? <laughs> and so, um, but I yeah. pursued it and it became a success, but most people aren't willing to commit that because it's a lot of money. It's a lot of time and they don't have the knowledge we have in producing, creating content and bringing it all together. Mm-hmm. And so it's, uh, it's not easy. And, Man, uh, it does. People, people don't realize the amount of time it takes to, uh, to put together a television show of, uh, of any substance, man. There's, there's awful lot to do, awful lot that goes into it. It's, uh, it's quite expensive to do. So like, yeah, I, I, I understand firsthand how funding those things out of pocket can be uh, can be quite intimidating. There's creative ways to get other people involved to help you pay for the cost. Mm. Um, but either way you look at, it, I mean, it's my model was not to go get the distribution, have another company pay for it, which we looked at that route. The thing is, anytime you're taking money to do something, mm-hmm. there's going to be something attached. There's which always means something attached. Yeah, the creativity. And so we were able to do the show exactly how we wanted but we just had to pay the price. Now, yeah. Netflix would have gave us the funding. The show would have went totally different and it wouldn't have been come the show that we were pursuing. Right, right. And the show was called Success in Your City, right? Success in Your City. Success in Your City. So you, you went around from city to city and, and got the definition of success from, from those cities. But you know, overall, what, what's your definition of success, man? You've, you've seen a lot of it. What's yours? This is the easiest thing, and this is what I tell you right now could change somebody's life in terms of how I look. Success is what you make it. What is your own version of success? What success to you, probably different than me mm-hmm. or anybody else down the street. And the first thing you have to ask yourself is, what does it even mean? Like, what does it mean to you personally, uh, financially, in your business career, in your relationships? So, first, understanding what it is, because if you don't know what it is, how are you going to get it? Mm-hmm. And then the next step is, focusing on that and achieving that version of success. The problem is most society, they look at what social media says, their parents say, their friends, what everybody else in this world says, but they don't look inside to what it actually means to them. And for me, that was huge for how I looked at life. And that, once I realized that three episodes in for the show, Mm -hmm. I went home and sold the ice business, which was in the family for 30 years. I sold an event business I created five years prior. And sold everything I own because I realized my life was based on something that wasn't truly fulfilling me. And so that was like the commitment for me. And Mm -hmm. so I always tell people, what does success mean to you? 
And then once you know that, focus on that and focus on what you really want and not everybody else. Man, it sounded like a real aha moment when you decided to yeah. sell the ice business. What was that like? Was that a shock to you to, to realize that? Or, or did it just seem like a, a, a very, very natural move to make? It was the hardest thing I ever had to do. Um, because picture this, I'm born in 1989. The ice business was created in 1986. My entire life, this was conversations. This was connections with my father. This was a part of my identity. Mm -hmm. And when you take some of that's part of your identity and you cut it off, you start to lose yourself and even know who you are. And so like for that was a big commitment. My wife really helped me come to realize like I need to do that. It is the best thing I ever did. But it was hard having the conversation with my dad. Tough conversation. We both cried and and it just that transition and it just wasn't easy. I had a lot of uncomfortable conversations. Right. But once I got to the other side, it was so life changing for me because I was able to cut this off. When one door closes, another opens. And it opened up so much opportunity for me. Well, yeah, because you have the room in your life for that opportunity. You know? The, uh... It is. I mean, even if you're focusing 10% on one thing and 90% on other, like that other 10% could be allocated another way. And that that's, I realized I wouldn't reach my full potential in this space. I had to go all in on the show. I had to go all in in this space. And I had to get rid of this one thing in my life in order to become the best of that. And most people, they never come to that conclusion. And because it is very hard. It's easier said than done. Yeah, but if you yeah. do it and conquer those demons, uh, it's, it's pretty beautiful for you. <laughs> I, I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Now, I've got a question here about um, giving some value to my audience. I've just been looking through your, your podcast sheet, and there's a question here I think they'd really benefit from. So I'm going to just pose it straight from your sheet. What is the simplest way to create and publish video content on social media every single day? Your cell phone. <laughs> if you have, I'm an Apple guy, you got an uh -huh. iPhone, you got an Android, that I create 99% of my content. I'm doing regular shoots and all that. 99% mm -hmm. of my content is with my iPhone. I create a video on my phone and it's anywhere around sharing who I am as a person, sharing experience in my life and, and what I do to help other people and speaking to my direct audience and who would buy from me or want to work with me and sharing valuable advice. I shoot a video, literally 60 seconds or less to the point, and I take that video, it's on my phone, and all my apps are on my phone, social media apps. I upload it to Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, sometimes Twitter, and repurpose it. Same video. I'm not even like, so many people get caught up in the right hashtags, all this other bullshit. Just create one video and multi-purpose it. And that I've been doing for four, over four years now. And so that's really allowed me to grow my influence and brand with the right people. You don't need a million followers. You just need the right followers. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so that's the easiest way. Just shoot it with your phone, literally shoot content with your phone and post it. Don't rewatch it <laughs> because you're going to question yourself. You're going to say, oh, I don't look right. The lighting just get that shit out there and then yeah. be consistent with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Own worst critic. Um, yeah. I, I tell my clients like, 97% of it shoot on your phone 3% of it that's where you want the film crew but uh, the majority yeah. the majority of content comes out on uh, on the cell phones it's really uh, I'm, I'm quite glad we didn't have them when I, when I was running around in my teenage I years I'd probably got into a lot more trouble with my parents I would have got a lot of trouble too my friend <laughs> <laughs> well geez so you're you've transitioned now and you do consulting for equity and marketing um, 
but you're also really, really quite good at sales and selling high ticket items. Tell yeah. us, tell us a little bit about that and okay. what tips you've got for for how to sell very, very expensive uh, pieces of kit. Yeah, really, the first step is the mindset. It's being around the right people. Kevin mm-hmm. Harrington from Shark became my business partner seven years ago, and I saw a gentleman who was doing the biggest deals, and I didn't know what was possible until I saw it actually happen right, before right. my eyes. And then once I saw that, it made me realize, wow, like this is providing value. I'm helping people, and most people undercut themselves. Mm-hmm. And so really the mindset is the first thing, um, and knowing your value and knowing exactly how you help people because you can't help everybody. And so that's one structure. And, and what we do is we'll get a part of a company and we get equity and we get paid fees and, and we help grow the company. But you look at this, this is somebody told me this once and I just completely changed my thought process. Mm-hmm. Let's say somebody invests a million dollars with you, mm-hmm. but let's say you get them one deal that makes them $3 million. Your million dollars is a great deal, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. And then I had somebody else say, well, do you want to become a billionaire? Well, how do you help a billionaire make 10 billion? And so when you start thinking differently on the highest level, you start understanding your value. And a lot of people, they, they, they can't work with me because they're not quite at that level. So knowing your market and knowing who you're at, you have to believe it in. Because if you're not convicted in your eyes, the biggest <laughs> thing in sales, yeah, conviction, conviction, and belief, and knowing your value and telling exactly what it is, but showing how that value will help them make that return back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you said, man, if, if I cost you a million dollars, but I, I make you $3 million, then do we have a good deal? I mean, it's just... It's pretty damn good deal, eh? <laughs> I mean, I'd say so. You pay up front though, right? <laughs> yeah, Tony Robbins does it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, why not? Million dollar package. And, you know, the people that you're consulting for are getting to compress time. They're getting to get all of your knowledge without having to go learn it themselves. So it's definitely a win-win. One thing people, one thing you can't get more of is time. Mm -hmm. Um, Like you only have so much time, you can get more money. But when you can show people, you can save them time and allow them to have more time to spend on their other things they want. And you make their life easier. And I'll happen to help them grow in the process. Like, how do you put a price on that? Mate, you, you really can't. You really can't. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, the more value you can show, I guess, the more uh, the more money you can charge, right? It helps when you have a track record, too, when you have success <laughs> stories. I yeah. mean, we, we've created some of the largest crowdfunding campaigns in history, some of the greatest product launches, productions, and, and it took years to get to that point. But once you have that kind of track record, I mean, there's your proof. What's been your favorite deal so far that you've managed to put together? That is a good question. There's multiple, but the ones where I negotiated the best deal in terms of the amount of stock we got, and mm-hmm. then the company went public within six months of doing the deal. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that would those be are, fun. Those would be fun. Those are fun. <laughs> yeah, if you need any help on the next one, just holler at me. I could probably help with that. That's, uh, <laughs> that, that, does sound like, that does sound like a lot of fun. All right, I won't keep you too much longer, Brandon, but I did want to talk about you are a published author as well. Tell me a, a little bit about your book and uh, what the process was like for writing a book. Yeah, so this book right here, The Road to Success, How to Achieve Success in Business, Life, and Love, that's my wife. Um, we did this show, and we realized, holy shit, there should be a book on it. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and usually people do the book and then they do the mm-hmm. show. 
And so what we did is after we filmed the show, like eight months after our last shoot, we ended up writing a whole book around the journey, sharing what happened, sharing the ups and downs behind the camera scenes, sharing what we learned from the people. And then we, we launched a book that supplemented the show. It was, it was very long. Uh, my wife <laughs> was like, I put a strict deadline. We got the publishing deal in May mm-hmm. of 2019. And the book was released by the fall, by that October of 2019. That's fast. To be ready for our TV, by our TV show premiere. Wow. And so we, uh, we consumed ourselves. I literally just sat down and we both wrote our own parts. And we went through, a, I've read this book 10 times to go through the editing process. I bet, yeah. Um, That's a really and, fast uh, It was one of around. the greatest things we did. Yeah. I bet. Oh, yeah. By the way, this if you're listening right now, this is very rare and not many people will ever do that. But I put a lot of pressure on the whole process to ensure it happened. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of us have procrastinated about book about writing books, Brandon. You, uh, need, to, you need to give yourself a deadline to be accountable towards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I did that and then, then I failed. So I, I I will keep going. I keep changing my by, book. By the way, mm-hmm. by the way, I sold 100 copies before I wrote one page. I would believe that. No, yeah. 300. Sorry, it's 300 copies. <laughs> Well, maybe I should buy a copy. Give me the name of that book one more time. Hold it up one more time. The, the Road to Success. The Road to Success. How to Achieve Success in Business, Life, and Love. All right. We'll get a copy of that ordered. Um, Brandon, I don't want to take up any more of your time. but for This, this was gu- fun. Dude, I, I could definitely – I'm just going off of the show notes. I could definitely go a lot longer. But, um, man, I know you've got a lot of places to be. Hang out for just a second afterwards if you would. But before you yeah. go, where can the listeners find more about you? Where can they follow you online? And uh, how can they how can they get a copy of uh, your book and watch your TV show? Yeah, it's very easy. Just go – I'm at Brandon T. Adams everywhere on social media. And my website's brandontadams.com. You can find a book. You can find everything you want about me. You can Google and find some fun videos too. Um, but Brandon T. Adams. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us today, Brandon. Appreciate Thank you. Thank you. Guys, that was Brandon T. Adams. Go look up his stuff. Uh, quick fire lightning show today because he's on a, uh, a super tight schedule. I just wanted to bring you his story because it really, really is quite fascinating. All right. You'll be good. Stay safe and tune in this Friday for Friday Fire. This has been the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. If you've made it this far, you clearly like it. So go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. This helps people find the show and spread the good word. Share with friends and follow us at Small Business Surgeon on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you for your follow-up next week. The Small Business Surgeon was recorded at Texas Media Foundry in historic downtown Bryan, Texas. Check them out at txfoundry.com or on social media at TXFoundry. Thanks for tuning in.